Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Tuesday. Do you know where your starting quarterback is? That's right. He's still in limbo, despite rumors to the contrary. No forward movement on this trade that sits in the ether and haunts us like a specter waiting to pounce at any moment. We await word from the Jets and the Packers when it comes to anything having to do with Aaron Rodgers. So in the meantime, let's talk about the Cheesehead TV 2023 draft guide, which dropped last night. I'm not going to say too much about it other than to tell you people that it is amazing. You know how you know it's amazing? Because I have very little to do with it. So many amazing writers, analysts, people, editors, everybody contributing to this thing. Uh, James, our designer. I have such little involvement in it, which means it's probably the greatest piece of content that we produce year in and year out for that reason alone. Um, I cannot express how unique this draft guide is. There are a ton of draft guides available to you on the on the market, on the open market, so to speak. All of them done by really talented people. Uh, but this well, this draft guide in particular is unique in the sense that for the last 13 years, we have produced a draft guide at Cheesehead TV that is specific to the Green Bay Packers. We look at these players, these prospects, and try to figure out how they fit within what the Packers like to do. So, I know it is the one piece of content every year that we charge for. Everything else at Cheesehead TV, uh, the content is uh, almost all free. But this, uh, we, you know, basically every year we try to break even with what we bring in to pay the people that contribute uh, who work their asses off to bring you this amazing draft guide year in and year out. Uh, if you'd like to purchase it, you can take a look in the description of this video. There is a link to do so. You can also go to cheeseheadtv.com and read Al's write-up on the draft guide. You also get um, a sample of last year's draft guide. So you can take a look and say, oh, what is this thing? What am I getting into? What, am, what is involved? And how, how is it laid out? And all of those kind of questions you have answered there by Al in his post. And you get a taste of what it looks like. You want this. You'll want it for the next month as you get ready for the draft. You'll want it over draft weekend as the draft is taking place. Again, I cannot express how awesome this piece of content is that we produce every year. And what makes it so fantastic is that I am minimally involved. So make sure you check it out. Um, really, really, I know I'm somewhat joking, but I'm, I'm serious in the sense that the people who work on this are incredible. And they do a ton of work. Um, and it's not just like rankings and draft analysis, although there is a ton of that. There are featured articles. There's trivia. Um, there's all sorts of the Packers goodness that you're just, you know, you're going to want. You're going to want to get that content, absorb it, marinate it. Um, I will say Dara's write-up on the Packers defense and Joe Barry is worth the price of admission alone. I absolutely adored his piece. Um, but there's tons of great articles and, and rankings and analysis. Do not miss it, people. It is awesome. Hello to everybody in the comments. Good to see you. Terminal Frost, love that handle. Thank you for the super sticker. Greatly appreciated, man. Thanks for the support. Michael, what's up? How are you, man? Good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Callum's here. What's up, Callum? How are you? Uh, Joe, thank you for the super chat. In the first round, Pack hasn't drafted a wide receiver since 2002, tight end since 2000, interior O-line since 94, and running back since 1990. Which streak has the best chance to end in 2023? Ooh, that's a good question. I'd say the wide receiver streak. Um, I still will be surprised if they use a first-round pick on any of those positions. But 
of those four that you've listed, I would say wide receiver has the best shot. I think the value probably lines up at 15 the best. But we'll see. You never know. I never would have thought they'd take a running back in the second round like they did with A.J. Dillon a couple years ago. So uh, I also never thought they'd take an inside backer at 22, which they did last season. So basically, with uh, Brian Gutekunst in the building, all bets are off. Oh, only getting left channel. Let me see if I can fix that. I think I know what happened. Oh, let's try that. Oh, baby. Vince, thanks for Super Chat. Last year, Goot said in his post-day one draft presser that Georgia had a prospect that they were looking at last year. I wonder who Goot was talking about. I remember him saying that. Um, Who knows? We shall see. Maybe we'll see when they're on the clock at 15. Um, That's a good memory, Vince. I'm impressed. What are my thoughts on what will happen with Mason Crosby? Callum, I think he will most likely be kicking someplace other than Green Bay next year. Um, I think he has indicated that he does not plan on retiring. At least that's the last I saw of it. I think the Packers are probably ready to turn the page, and they want to get younger and cheaper at the kicker spot. So I think there will be a amicable parting of ways if, in fact, Mason decides he wants to keep kicking outside of Green Bay. You know, it's unfortunate. Father time is undefeated. Packers got to continue to move on, continue to look forward. Um, Mason's an all-time legend. Uh, shout out Matt Mamba. But uh, I suspect uh, that that relationship has come to an end, unfortunately. Uh, one more year for number two. I don't know, Todd. I don't think so. But we'll see. Alex says, tough to pay a kicker that much when they can't even get it into the end zone on kickoffs. I think that's part of it, no question about it, not to mention that a lot of these young guns are able to hit from 60 on a consistent basis, and we all know that consistency from 60-plus is not Mason's strong suit. And then you throw in Lambeau in January, December, etc., it becomes real tough to justify using that amount of cap space, even in the sense of the entire kind of puzzle piece, you know, the puzzle, putting it together, etc. It's not huge, but comparatively around the league, um, it's pretty significant, and I think the Packers want to reduce that that hit, so to speak. Um, TKM, what's up? How are you, man? Nags, greeting and salutations. Unlike most, I am pretty comfortable with the team as is. Need more churn like Ron Wolf used to do. Appreciate you. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. And I'm with you. I think it's clear that when the draft comes and goes, then we'll have a real sense of what this team is going to look like. A much better idea, anyway. Um, I am... Still interested to see what happens with the Rodgers trade to see if any players come back from the Jets. I'm not expecting it, but it's a possibility. I can't completely rule it out. Uh, Namely, obviously, wide receiver. Is there a wide receiver that comes back in that trade? Um, But, yeah, you know, I got into it a little bit on Twitter today regarding, oh, you know, oh, the Packers wide receiver core is so terrible, Um, which is hilarious to me. But, um, yeah, you know, who do they play on Sunday? What time is kickoff? I'd love to watch. Yeah, it's a 365 gig, man, and people every year, it seems, go absolutely nuts if their uh, fantasy football lineup isn't set in mid-March, early April. Young Feezy, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Are we out of the Miles Murphy sweepstakes after he ran a 4-5-40 today? He won't fall to 15. I mean, I don't know. I don't think necessarily, but I don't think they're trading up for him, if that's what you're asking. Um. You know, and every year, buddy, I'm sorry, but every single year I hear, oh, that guy, that dude will never be available at, posi- at, at 
slot X, and every year dudes fall. You know, you never know. You never know how that top part of the draft is going to go, how the quarterbacks going or obviously early in this draft um, are going to affect what people do just behind them. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. But, you know, I, I know we've had two mocks now. We had Bucky Brooks, and then there was a mock today. Oh, Todd McShay's mock. Uh, they both have uh, Miles Murphy going to the Packers at 15. So you never know how it's going to fall. And I understand, yes, the 4-5 certainly will uh, pique some interest, so to speak, but I don't think it's going to completely change where people have him on their board. I think most people at this point probably have a good idea and their boards are set. But, yeah, you never know. We'll see if it takes him out of the running, so to speak. TKM, thanks for the super chat. Speaking of Mason Crosby, does anyone realize, I think, that he is the last player from the Super Bowl team? Pappies. No, you are not the only player. That we, person, to realize that. We talked about it last week right here on Packers Daily. I mean, at some point, though, you got to turn that page. I mean, that Super Bowl was over a decade ago. Patrick, uh, any truth to San Francisco sniffing after Aaron? I doubt it, but never say never. You know, San Francisco did call about Aaron Rodgers two years ago, or two and a half, three years ago, I guess now. Um, you know, so we know there's been interest in the past, but I find it incredibly difficult to believe that they would make any kind of overtures at this point, especially seeing as the Packers are reportedly holding out because they want the 13th overall pick. The 49ers have absolutely nothing to offer this year's in this year's draft. I mean, they have no picks. I mean, obviously have a few picks, but nothing premier and of interest and significance when it comes to trading Aaron freaking Rodgers. So, yeah, I mean, maybe. Who knows? The 49ers make a call, trying to get it in the mix. I guess it's possible, but, um, yeah, I'd be I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. Um, Godsmack, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Roses are red, violets are blue, the world would be a better place had the Packers won Super Bowl 32. That's a beautiful rendition right there, buddy. Couldn't agree more. Why do you got to bring me down, man? Why? You got to bring me down. Abdul, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, do you think Green Bay brings Amos back? Sounds like he'll he's still on the market. Do you think Savage bounces back? I think Savage has got a chance, given the fact that they seemingly found a, the best way to utilize him towards the end of last year. As for Amos, I, mean, I wouldn't completely shut the door. Um, obviously, he, yeah, he, as you say, he is still out on the market. I know he had a visit with the Ravens, uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Um, but I think the Packers want to get younger there. Um, I think they'll probably look to the draft. Maybe they bring in a free agent, but, um, yeah, I mean, the longer he's out there, I think the more there's a possibility that the Packers give him a call and say, Hey, if you don't like what you see, come on back for a team friendly deal. And we'd love to, you know, put you in the mix, so to speak. But, um, I think if that were to happen, maybe it happens right before the draft. Um, you know, Brian traditionally does like to sign guys so he doesn't, you know, prior to the draft, like somewhat vet-type players, so he's not kind of boxed in for need during the draft. Um, and I think there's still time for those signings to happen. Amos could be one of them. You know, we, we will have to wait and see. Uh, Menace, thanks for the super chat. I think I already know your answer, Nags. Best deal available, if I had to guess. But what in your mind would be a failure of a deal for 12? Not too optimistic about the reported deals thus far. I don't really understand your question. Not too optim- You're not too optimistic about the deals reported because you don't like them? I mean, look, do I want the 13th overall pick? You better believe it. Do I expect the Packers to get it? No, I do not. 
Um, if they can turn Aaron Rodgers into any potential first-round pick, I'm on board. As for a failure, I don't think it's a failure if you if you move Aaron Rodgers and his contract and get assets in return in the draft, in any draft. I just don't. Um, especially since, you know, A, like I said, you're getting that contract off the books, but B, you had a great 16-year run with the guy, and now you're going to get assets for him. I think that's a pretty damn good deal, regardless of what the particulars might be. I know, I have a very 30,000-foot view of this. I have a very long view of it. So in the sense that people get so caught up in the compensation and people win, and like I said, I... You know, all the talk about leverage was nauseating enough, but, you know, it's going to be 10 times worse after the trade gets done, and then we transition to who won the trade for two weeks probably on Twitter. <sighs> Can't wait. Ryan, thanks for Super Chat. Do you think the Jets underestimated Goody's resolve in getting fair compensation for 12? Maybe. Possibly. Feels really weird to this very moment that they flew out there with that huge contingent headed by the owner of the franchise without some kind of agreement in place. Like, that blows my mind. So, yeah, maybe. Um, I know Schrager was on uh, Good Morning Football the other day talking about how maybe the Jets did think the Packers were just going to give him away and the Packers had other ideas. Like, no, we want fair value. I don't think that's crazy. So, yeah, no, I. did they underestimate? Maybe. Perhaps. I mean, they are the Jets. They are not a serious franchise. Mimsy, thanks for the Super Chat. Over under April 20th for the Rodgers trade. I'm going to go over just. Give me April 21st. How's that? I like it. Ed, thanks for the Super Chat. Draft time means all teams are vastly improved and are Super Bowl bound. We, however, realize all those other fan bases are delusional. <laughs> That's well stated. That is well stated. No doubt. Hope springs eternal, man. Hope springs eternal. Uh, what else we got here, folks? <laughs> Gary, a seventh in 2026 is a win for Rodgers. All right, no, no. Take it easy here. Mm. David, how are you, man? Thanks for checking it out on Facebook. Hi, Nags. I need something from Sean Ryan after his last year bust. Is there anyone working on him on the side or giving him the word on what is expected? No, David, they left him out in the wilderness and said, good luck. Look, they're not allowed to talk to guys right now. You can only talk to guys once they're in the building on April 17th. That's when the off-season program begins. But you can be assured that the young man is under, under no illusions when it comes to the fact that he wasted, he had a wasted rookie season. No one knows that more than Sean Ryan. So, uh, but as far as, like, right now, there are guys who maybe are rehabbing who are having offhand conversations with dudes in the building, i.e. coaching staff members, what have you. But, you know, people who are working out on their own, as Ryan most likely is out in California, they're not allowed to be in touch with the coaching staff and things like that. Now, come April 17th, you can rest assured that, yes, the young man will undoubtedly be given everything he needs to try to take advantage of um, his position. And the idea that, Yes, they used a pretty significant pick on the young guy and got absolutely nothing out of it last season. Hopefully, he's in the mix this year. What's concerning is the fact that they did use a third-round pick on him, and then in training camp, he couldn't sniff anything with the starting group. I mean, I don't 
I think maybe a handful of times, a handful of days where he got run inside with the ones, but that was few and far between. Um, yeah, it doesn't spring a whole lot of promise, but I can tell you there were a number of guys throughout the years who started slow and turned out great. You know, Mike Wall looked lost his first year in Green Bay. He turned out awesome. T.J. Lang um, didn't exactly hit the ground running, and he turned into an all-pro. So, you know, I'm not completely dismissing the kid. He's got a lot of work to do. There's no doubt about it. But um, here's here's hoping that upside hits and he finds that ceiling. Um, Badger Trio, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Do you think Rodgers would let Jets do hard knocks? You don't think he has any choice. Um, the league can compel the Jets to do it. And Rodgers doesn't get a say. And I'm praying that happens. I am praying that happens. Oh, Callum, what are my thoughts on Potter leaving Chelsea Football Club? I mean, felt inevitable, right? I mean, I don't know if you saw the Chelsea match today, but it sure isn't, doesn't look like it's the manager. They just don't have anyone who can close. They have tons of talent. And they have tons of great players. They, just, they even have like what looks like cohesion and an ability to play together. It's just they have nobody on top who knows how to score, who knows how to fucking finish. I mean, to this day, I miss Diego Costa. Bring me Diego Costa. I miss him so much. The Big B, Big B is here. Big B says Darnell Savage would be a Hall of Famer if he kept his 21 as his number. I don't disagree, man. Remember when we had that for like 48 hours, and then I guess he found out that he had to pay for all the jerseys that people bought that were 26, so he kept it at 26 so he wouldn't have to pay? Come on, man. We need to go back to 21, dude. Let me see. Who do I think is going to make a big second-year jump? Ooh, good question, Oren. Samari Torre. If for no other reason that I think he got so little opportunity last year, and I think there will be opportunity aplenty for him this offseason, um, that should allow him to maybe open some eyes, hit the ground running, and hopefully contribute from the jump. Because I think he did everything that was asked of him last year. There was just precious little opportunity for him to be productive. Um, you know, obviously you, you really hope that uh, Devontae Wyatt takes a significant jump. Now, you certainly saw the promise when he finally got on the field in any kind of regular fashion last year. I think there's a lot of guys in that rookie class who could make a jump, surprise you, etc. But I think Samari Torre is probably your leader in the clubhouse for a guy who take the biggest jump only because I think he just needs opportunities. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about his ability. Um, but we'll see. You never really know until the guys get back in the building and start working and start, you know, hitting the practice field. We'll see. We'll see. But yes, that's the one. That's, that's the guy I'm hoping for. Uh, what do I think Basaccia's extra duties will include in 2023? That's a really good question. I don't know. That's a great question for Matt. If I recall, he was, he touched on it a little bit at the owners meetings, but, um, you know, most likely somewhat administrative, uh, Maybe a little bit more to do on on the field as well during uh, practices and things of that nature. But I'm fascinated to see how it plays out in training camp. See you know how much he's with special teams and then and or communicating with the entire team uh, because Matt's been open about the fact that this guy should have a head coaching job somewhere. You know I don't think 
don't think anybody in the building is under any illusions that he's going to be a long, around long-term. I think uh, there's a good chance he's going to get a head coaching gig eventually here in the next couple of years. Uh, Peter, thanks for the Super Chat. When does the schedule come out? Good question. Uh, no official word yet. You know, back in the day, they always used to have it just before the draft. Now they've elongated it. Usually tried to – they've been putting it into May. The ever, you know, ever-growing quest to try and make sure that they're in the headlines as many weeks and months as possible. Um, so I would suspect probably the week or two weeks after the draft, I would look for uh, some kind of schedule announcement or announcement from the league that, you know, they're having a schedule release day on the NFL Network, et cetera. Uh, that's all coming, no doubt about it. Versace <laughs> is already assistant GM. Joe, you ain't kidding. You are not kidding. All right, everybody, I have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And don't forget, down below, there is a link where you can buy the Cheesehead TV 2023 draft guide. It is now out and available, ready for you. Get boned up on the draft before the 27th. All the info you need right there at your fingertips. Thanks a lot, everybody. Like I said, please hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh.